Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of on Twitter and at the underscore panic is Nick. He is the co-host of Patriots Nation UK. Um, I am still in sunny Cancun. It's better weather than the thunderstorms I was reporting of the other day. I don't think you're in such hot climates at home, are you, Nick? Sorry, you're cutting out a lot. Ah, sorry, man. Yeah, um, yeah, you're not in such hot climates, are you? Uh, no, it's oh, it's raining again. Um, it was all right, very no. today, though, but it's uh, still raining. Yeah. Ah, good. Um, so yeah, the just the usual out of the way, you know, review, rate, review, and. app of choice when you get a chance to listen to them and um, patriotsnationuk.com is where we write some work I did um, some put up a, a wee preview of the game yesterday um, with a couple of predictions and such like which we'll get into shortly but um, what's your thoughts on it first of all Nick yeah I think obviously this will be their the biggest test so far Um to be honest, I haven't seen a lot of the Bills uh, this season, just sort of like bits and pieces on on the highlights. But, but yeah, they seem to be competitive. Um, so, yeah, I, th- I think it'll be a, quite a close one. Yeah, I'll have kind of predicted that um, as it stands. Um, I'll tell you my prediction at the end if you've not already read what I've written on PatriotsNationUK.com. Um, but starting with the offensive side of things for the Bills I think everything I mean obviously it's like he's a quarterback but and a lot of it'd be silly to say that everything runs through the quarterback but genuinely I think that's what happens in this case you know if he plays well then yeah it's going to be a close game maybe even an upset possibly on the cards but if Josh Allen reverts to last year's Josh Allen is quite inaccurate then this could be of what we've seen over the first three weeks with the the Patriots and a bit of a stroll in the park almost um, is what I'm thinking with this one. Their running game, Frank Gore, is seems to be the darling of the league, I guess, at 36 years old. How he's still running, I have no idea, but you know, <laughs> good luck to the guy. That's what he wants to do, and I'm not sure. I've not seen any reports yet of Singletary's going to be back and taking some of the snaps off him, but. Um, it seems to be Gore going forward unless anything changes before Sunday. Um, how have you found Alan from what you've seen so far? Um, I still think he's pretty wayward at times. He's not overly consistent, I don't think. Um, he's probably masked a lot of that with his running so far this season. Um, so I could see Belichick sort of really setting out the defense to try and stop him from running, uh, maybe using Collins or Van Noyes uh, as a spy, just to kind of try and nullify that at all. Um, probably won't flat rush the quarterback. It'll probably be like sort of contained rush they usually do when they fear a quarterback sort of breaking out of the pocket and then hurting them with their with their legs. So I think they'll really try and keep in in the pocket and and make his arm beat them. Uh, whether he can do that or not, I'm I'm not convinced. 
No, neither am I. And that was um, something from what I've been checking out before the weekend is sort of their big, their big asset and their big sort of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, you know, he's the one that you can get, if you can get at him, as I was saying, then, you know, that kind of nullifies their attack a lot of what they're trying to do. I think they'll come with a lot of quick passes. You'll probably see Cole Beasley and John Brown come off with a, the most targets as they have done over the first three games. They, he'll have to, you know, dump off a lot of balls, I think. They will, as you're saying, I think you're right, they'll try and contain him in the pocket and just say, you know, go and beat us. Your accuracy is not the best. Um, he's somewhere sitting around 33, 34%. I think it is if you just let him throw, then, I mean, that's not the the greatest percentage in with us only giving up less than five, um, less than six points per game, then you know you're gonna have to beat us with the arm. You're gonna have to go long at some point. I think I don't think they've got it in them to go and take ten, twelve play drives, pitch and runs and sweeps and such like that'll get them marching down the field. I think they're gonna have to beat us sort of through the middle and take that. You know, cut out the linebackers and then hit it in between the safety and the linebackers and try and get it that way because our corners are going to be too good for their outside runs as well. Um, have you seen anything regarding Singletary or the, the rest of the backfield as to what the injury report is? Um, no, I haven't really. I'm just, I was sort of having a look there, but um, nothing was really coming up. So I don't know if it's no. their injury report's not out yet for today. Um, yeah, he was limited I mean, yesterday, I, but I I haven't seen anything for today. No, um, that's to the last I'd saw as well. But as you were saying, the um, with Josh Allen and his legs, that I think I looked that he's third leading rusher behind Gore and Singletary, but Singletary's only had I can't even remember. I'm sure it's something ridiculous, like only twenty seven snaps. Or somewhere thereabouts with the rush, and but he's average when he has got the ball. He's he's averaged something around about twenty seven yards or something ridiculous in the run. But Allen's sitting at averaging about ten yards or run, which <laughs> seems a bit ridiculous. But I mean that's the way we seem to be going these days with these athletic quarterbacks. That as soon as they they're not the best at their reads, but they'll ditch out and go with their legs. So, you know, kind of like Lamar Jackson's been doing, really, although he's kind of improved a bit um, as the season's gone on first through the first three games as well. Um, defensively... Yeah, just, sorry, just to jump in there, um, the yeah. Bills injury report just came out, and so Singletary was limited again, and he's questionable for Sunday, so... Um, Cole yeah, Beasley, so there you go. That... Cole Beasley was down as being rested, did not participate today, so I assume he's dealing with something. I think that's just a bit of a smokescreen. If I'm totally honest, I think he is. They're going to be the number one target come Sunday because they're going to, as I say, they're going to have to use him um, and rely on him quite heavily. I think he must have got a really good rest though because he's listed on the injury report twice as being rested. Two different lines: rest, <laughs> rest. So he'll. 
he'll he'll be ready if he is 100%. So basically, he had a sleep, got up, and then they were like, nah, you're right, like, you can go nah, back for a cat nap. Yeah, have another one. <laughs> yeah, so two rests for it's, Cole Beasley, so he'll be, he'll be fine. It's one of those, you know, you go and, oh, I'm going to have a, a quick 10, 15 minutes. And then three hours later, you're waking up and you go, oh, shit, where's my day gone? <laughs> Is that the kind of rest I think we're talking about here? It, it, it must be. So, yeah, single tray, <laughs> it's maybe may maybe a game too early for him. But uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, these things can all change come Sunday morning, can't they? And they'll just go, right, saw that you're getting chucked in at the deep end. We need you, sort of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, so the thing, everything, as we're saying, everything runs through Allen, which is that's silly when you're talking about quarterbacks. But if he's on form, then I think it's going to be a fun game. Sunday. He's not, then we could be running up the road again. But seven, seven. Sorry, I didn't catch much of that. It kind of broke up quite a bit. Still there? Yeah, a little bit, so the signal seems to come and go. Oh, um, yeah, but it back, should be good from now on. Yeah, you're back now. It's uh, cut out just a, a little bit there. Yeah, so uh, I don't know what you heard there, Nick, but I'm just saying about the defence. I think they're a, a top 10 defence. Um, legitimately could put some pressure on Brady this weekend. Um, I think Ed Oliver could get his first career sack, possibly. Um, I don't know what your thoughts on the, the defence are. Yeah, I was, uh, well, to kind of speak about the Patriots' offensive line, I was a, a little bit worried about it earlier in the week. Um, Newhouse kind of missed a couple of days uh, with an illness, but he, he seemed to be back today, so hopefully he'll be there. Um, if he's not, it's a bit of a worry what um, exactly they would do whether they would plug in a Luminor or somebody else, or if they would slide Cannon over to left and, and put somebody to right, or even Tooney to left. It's, it would just be a lot of changing on a line that's changed a lot already. So um, a question mark there. I still think it'll be a challenge for them. They've got enough sort of talent in the the front seven that will cause an issue. Um, obviously the Patriots will just have to keep that pressure from coming up the middle unsettling Brady but uh, if assuming Edelman plays he was sort of struggling with an injury as well assuming assuming he plays the, the quick passes I would hope would be open for the most part so he should be able to get the ball out quickly and sort of negate the rush Yeah I think they're going to start with him on left and Cunningham on right um, I think um 
up the guts, as usual, is Tom Brady's um, sort of... Um, God, my words are forgetting me today. Um, his crutch sort of thing, I think, is what I was looking for there. Um, yeah, so he's the one that... He, that's where you'd be looking for, and that's why... I think Ed Oliver's a good a good rookie pickup for them. He was, you know, a good prospect coming out of college. So at some point he needs to step up, and I think possibly it could be this weekend. Um, whether we actually give up any touchdowns at the opposite end, I'm not so sure. But looking at their defensive side, I mean, their linebackers are pretty decent, um, on par with ours almost. To a certain extent, so I mean, we could almost be doing the same really as try to pick that middle ground and go down the field. I mean, Brady's well versed in these 10, 12 play drives and taking eight minutes off the clock. So I think clock management could be a big thing this weekend. Yeah, I'm sort of. I'm not sure how the offense is going to be performing. Obviously, they were a little bit shaky last week. It didn't seem to click. So I'm kind of hoping with uh, White back in there and assuming Edelman plays, everything sort of falls back into line. I would expect White to be used quite a lot in this game, uh, especially after missing last week. So he should be fresh. Yeah, I, I just I don't see. I don't think Michelle gets a lot of time this week. Uh, I think it'll be Burkhead and White that they're using a lot of. Because, I mean, why would you upset what's been good so far? Burkhead has been proven to be so, a, a valuable player so far. And what he's brought to the team is something that can upset the Bills, I think. So, uh, Michelle probably used on goal line more often than not. But White and Burkhead being used as they go towards the goal line. Um, I I, I kind of think Michelle will get the use at the goal line. That's something he's been pretty consistently good at is actually punching the ball in. They tend to yeah use, exactly. I think, I think they tend to use Burkhead when they want to maybe confuse the defense or whether it's a run or a pass. It's it's so heavily weighted when Michelle's in the game that's going to be a run, and Burkhead sort of gives them that. And, and the opposite for White. When White's in, it's it's more often than not a pass. So I think Burkhead gives them that balance to, to sort of keep the defence on their toes, if if you will. Yeah. Sorry, my daughter's just arrived and she wants to listen in to what Nick's saying, don't you? I'm very interested. Yeah, Nick's very interested, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Right, you come up with Daddy. We're going to go get some lunch for you. Hello, folks. Sorry about that. We had a little bit of a break there. Uh, the dart needed Fred. Um, so we took a bit of a show break here on Patriots Nation UK. And me and Nick are now back. I think we left off at Sony Michelle punching in goal line touchdowns. Um, so I guess we'll take it from there, do we, Nick? Yep. Excellent. So, Sony Michelle punching in goal line touchdowns. I think we've both agreed on that. We've both agreed on White getting a lot of um, catches out the backfield and Burkhead kind of being another pivotal role in the offense this week. 
Um, hopefully, Michelle starts to develop maybe from this week going forward because, you know, we've kind of been a bit one-dimensional in a way of if Michelle's in, then we're running. If White's in, we're kind of pass-catching. And Burkhead kind of brings up that bit of a spin of you're not sure which way they're going with it. But I guess what I'm trying to say is we need Michelle starting to pass-catch a bit more or change up the offense. As a, would you agree with that one? Yeah, I, w- I would certainly like him to get um, more involved in the in the passing game. Um, it just again, it hasn't looked right every time they've tried to do it. It's uh, you're there. Him and Brady aren't on the same page. I- I'm really not sure. So um, yeah, just yeah. just to touch on Burkhead again, um, he's questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, the injury reports just uh, out in the last half hour or so. So. He's questionable for for Sunday. All right, okay. Um, I dare say that's Bill maybe up to his old tricks and he puts half the squad on this questionable on a Friday, does he not normally? Um, it's it's not been too bad. So there's one, two, three, four. There's seven of them is questionable. Mm. Um, so the sort of like new house who we touched on, I don't know who we touched on, Bennett, Burkhead, Ebner, Hightower, and Lacoste. Um, I'm assuming most of those are fairly minor injuries. Yeah, I think that's just him up to his old tricks again. I mean, I don't know if you saw it, not that you can take anything from a person standing doing a Twitter video, but did you see Ebner and Brady the other day talking about the, the US rugby? Oh, yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he looked fighting fit in a in a Twitter video, whether that means he's got an injury to his leg or lower body of some sort. Um, might be you know you can't see that in the Twitter video, but I just thought it was funny. It was like, oh, USA versus England in the rugby, and then here comes my man back in y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Brady had posted a video for maybe South Africa earlier in the earlier in the week, so maybe that was just uh, Ebner getting him back on side. Right. I must have missed that one somehow. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, Edelman, um, he'll be fine. It seems like that these we talked about it in the review podcast of the the Jets game. These weird injuries that they come up with because they've you know they need something more to report on than just oh I've got sore ribs. Um, but the running game I think could, could take, evolve this weekend with Michelle hopefully getting a bit more involved in um, the passing game with that. Um, the the offensive line. I'm a bit concerned about with how that's going to work, and especially now that Devlin's out on IR as well. Um, you know, we could possibly struggle to build drives going forward that way as we've managed to do before, and just power through the middle. Especially if we're, you know, we've got left and right tackles that aren't up to speed as what we'd like them to be. Well, Cannon will be right tackle. Is he, he back? Is he? Week. Yeah, he played last week, so I, I don't think he, he he should have any uh, issues. And um, Newhouse is down is questionable, but if it's an illness and he was at practice, I can't see any reason that he wouldn't play. So I would expect um, the same line as last week. So okay, oh that's not so bad, I guess. Uh, so I'm been a bit fuzzy this week. I've been. <laughs> soaking up the 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 daiquiris and pina coladas and such like, and rather than maybe concentrating on the Patriots a bit more than I should have, it's 
one day turns into the next when you're on holiday, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. But I was just wondering, uh, uh, look at our, um, well, their defence really and how, you know, in our defence and how, you know, do you see any similarities? I kind of said beforehand, before I went on a short break, that, you know, they're, their safeties are almost as good as ours, and linebackers, obviously not as good, because I think we've got, well, maybe a bit biased as what probably number one defense this year so far. I don't think I'm wrong in saying that. No, no, they're they're number one so far. Um, yeah, the defense himself are giving up one point a game. But there you go, and I think it was average. 5.6 points per game or something across the three of them so far, but as a whole, obviously, not as a um, the defence themselves. They've not given up a, a touchdown yet. Yeah, um, just, so, just the one field goal for the defence so far. Yeah, exactly. So, do can you see that continuing this week? I I personally can't. No, I, I think I think they will probably score a touchdown this week. At least one. Um, it, it's just kind of impossible to keep that going forever. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I've, I've seen a bit of a, it's not really a Twitter storm or a social media storm, but, you know, the Bills have sort of been one of the laughing stocks of the, the AFC East in recent years. And, you know, some people say, oh, well, when did they become a benchmark of how good we're progressing so far? Because last year it was, you know, with a good defence, but this was wrong and that was wrong. And then this year we've got a good defence, but, oh, well, we've played three crappy teams. I wouldn't have said that the Steelers are a crappy team. I think, you know, before that game, you would have easily put them in playoff contention. And it's not our fault that they ended up being so terrible and we only gave up a field goal to them. <laughs> What's, yeah, yeah. Before you know, the, before the game, I would have said that, but they didn't. The Steelers didn't look great again the the, the following week. Um, obviously, Roethlisberger's hurt now, so it's kind of hard to tell. But it's, uh, maybe we just assumed the Steelers were good. Yeah, well, perennial, perennially they have been good. Then yeah, I just every, wonder. Don't every you? so often they do throw in a stinker where they miss the playoffs, though. Um, obviously, if if that happens this year, then there's. There's extenuating circumstances with Roethlisberger, but it's not like they're always challenging for an AFC title or Super Bowl. They do have periods where they miss the playoffs, and maybe that's due to the strength of the division. Obviously, they've had some. The Ravens have been good over the years. The Bengals have had a few years where they've been good, and um, so maybe some of that's the reason. Whereas the majority of the time, the AFC is pretty poor. Yeah, generally speaking, I guess, but there are, I have seen some stats somewhere that when other teams come up against the other AFC East teams, then they've done pretty poorly, so uh, the, div- the division's maybe not as bad as what I suggested. It's just that, obviously, what's that, 10 years in a row that we've been divisional champions, and then if you look at the um, AFC North, then... They've, it's pick out the hat pretty much as to who's going to be 
the the champion there. But going back to the Buffalo thing, what I was wondering, what your thoughts on it were? Do you is it too early to say that the Buffalo Bills are a benchmark for going forward with the season, given that we've got like yeah, the likes way, of the Ravens way, and way too early. Yeah, because I mean we've got the likes of Ravens and the Chiefs later on in the season, but is can you now see them maybe going back to a three and three and ultimately maybe finishing an eight and eight or a six and ten or are they actually playoff contenders? Um, I, I'm not really sure. Obviously, who they played so far: the Jets, Jets, Giants, and and Bengals. I think so three. Giants, they I guess that must have been Manning's last game. I think so, it was, yeah. So they maybe got the Giants on a good on a good week. Bengals I actually thought the Bengals have looked okay this season, um the first couple of weeks, but they're 0 three, so that's maybe just a complete anomaly the first week. Um So yeah, it'll be interesting. The thing for the Bills is like the Dolphins are terrible. The Jets are pretty bad as well. So I I can't remember if it's a builder of the offense. Either way, the other two teams in the division are pretty bad, so yeah. you would think that's another four four wins. Yeah, they've got the Dolphins twice and then the Jets. So so definitely two wins against the Dolphins. I can't see anybody I can't see the Dolphins winning the game this season. Um and then yeah. presumably yeah. they should beat the Jets as well. Um, so that already takes into seven wins. Yeah, so they could potentially be a ten and six and six make the playoffs really. Yeah, they would have to pick up games elsewhere. Um, I'm not really sure. I don't know their schedule, top to bottom, obviously. But well, they've got obviously got this similar us. They'll have the Eagles, Giants, Redskins to come, um, Ravens, Steelers. And then there are a couple of those other two games, depending on where you finish in the division. So that's kind of because we've got AFC North and NFC East. Is that what the Giants-Cowboys division comes in there? Um, So that's there too, sort of. Okay, yeah. So looking at that, yeah, like 10 and 6, 9 and 7, somewhere around there. It's probably realistic for, for Buffalo if they continue to play well. Um, yeah, that all entirely depends on Josh Allen, though. Yeah, pretty much. And I think if Singletary does come back from questionable to be a force, then you know I looked at his tape in the the off season, and the he does look a, a good runner. He's definitely a good north south runner. I'm not sure he's so well come a, you know come out of the sweeps and stuff, but that's something that we can can be coached into, him, I guess. Um, but definitely, if he can break off, then there's very little to stop him going into that end zone. But that's whether he plays on Sunday or not, if he's, if he's as questionable as what the injury report is saying. Yeah. Even if they have a running game, they need a, they need, you need quarterback play. Like, oh, no, definitely. The, the best running game in the league, it, does, it doesn't matter. If you can't throw the ball, you, you are nothing. You're so one-dimensional. So yeah, but it, it, it entirely rests on Josh Allen. Yeah, as we were saying earlier, I think it does. It's he's obviously the QB, he's the the pin of the that offense. But if you don't have a franchise QB, then what are you? I guess. 
Yeah. And but he's definitely improved, and he can improve. And I don't want him to improve any more than he has done come Sunday, because we obviously want to win. But he's definitely somebody that, you know, some people might put him in front of Baker Mayfield now, the way that he's been in the last few weeks, and he's kind of gone backwards where Allen's gone forward. So he's definitely somebody, and especially with his legs, I think he'd be someone to look out for on Sunday. Um, but our defense. I, I we can I gave them what did I go with my my prediction for the weekend is twenty four seventeen which comes underneath the spread depending on what you've seen I think it's sitting at seven and a half points um so that comes under the spread I've heard other people say it's going to be over um but we're definitely giving up a touchdown or two I think and a field goal is what I've made up my seventeen from so. Yeah, I don't have the Patriots scoring that much. Um, I think it'll be 21-16-ish. I think it'll be quite close. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of field goals for the Bills, I would I would think. I think they'll get a little bit going. Probably not enough to finish off drives with touchdowns, but the, I think they'll get in field goal range. Part of that is also to do the way the Patriots' offense is playing. I think they go through periods in games where nothing really seems to move for them. So I think the Bills may get a couple of shorter fields to, to drive. Um, so, yeah, that, that's what sort of goes into that. It's nothing, it's nothing to do really with how the defense would be playing. I think they'd be lights out. Yeah, definitely. Our defense is awesome. And it's. I think we're facing long fields on Sunday was the other thing I said in the article I put up yesterday on PatriotsNationUK.com was, you know, I think we could be facing quite long fields in in general and we're going to need those drives to score. And potentially on the opposite side, with our defence, they are going to be facing long drives, especially if Jake Bailey has another week like last week, then, you know, hello. <laughs> You're going to have to go 90 yards and they're not, from what I saw, I think the stat was somewhere around, you know, seven or eight yards at a time, which obviously isn't enough to get your first downs um, to march up the field. So it could, I think you're right, it could come down to field goals. But I, even then, it's going to be quite a close game, and it's going to be a fun game to watch, ultimately. Uh, maybe. It might be an well, obvious thinker. Um, Let's just pretend it's going to be a fun game. (laughs) Obviously, I think we both kind of got it fairly close. Mm -hmm. How much of a worry is Gostkowski? Missed a few kicks the the last week. Well, I see one of the the Patriots beat reporters. I can't remember if it was Mike Feast or somebody else actually saying that they wouldn't be too shocked if Bailey actually gets um, cut because he's, and, and don't quote me on it being Mike, it might have been one of the other guys, um, but they wouldn't be surprised to see Bailey get cut based on his holding has not been up to scratch and that's where Gus Kousey's misses are coming from Nonsense. rather than him actually being... You know, terrible at kicking as such. No, I don't think there's any truth to that whatsoever. Um, it wouldn't ultimately shock me because I did think, especially in the Miami game, I thought some of his holding was a bit off. But, I mean, you've had 
I think Gostkowski has definitely had fits and starts in the last three or four years. I mean, we've seen it even in a Super Bowl. Yeah, Gostkowski missed. missing kicks isn't anything to do with Jake Bailey on a larger scale. He's missed kicks regardless. He missed kicks last year when Ryan Allen held the ball. So I, I, don't think, that, yeah. I don't think this has anything to do with the the kicking operation, as Belichick likes to say. I think it's entirely to do with Kaskowski. It's, I think so as well. Ultimately, I do. I, I do think it's his problem, and we might need to change our kicker at some point in the not too distant future. This might even end up being his last year in Foxborough, but. You never know. I mean, we brought in Antonio Brown, which didn't seem like a possibility at, at one point, and Ryan Allen still is unattached to any team, so nothing would shock me completely. I mean, we've brought in Cody Kessler this week, so but I, I, I'd, I'd be still cold stunned. I, I just yeah. cannot see it. <laughs> but, I, I would be stunned, but only based on my opinion of you know that being not even a thing but at the same time nothing would surprise me with Bill and his coaching staff I'd kind of, I kind of ended up going sitting on the fence by the sound of it really <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, yeah I'm not a holding expert but I don't think there's been anything wrong with him holding the ball well, uh, I'll have a different opinion come Sunday evening. If he's missing more kicks, then I might be joining in the bandwagon to be changing the kicker out. I'm not saying you need to change the kicker. I'm just asking the question if it's something you need to be concerned about. I think, well, if you keep missing points, then surely it is something to be concerned about. Yeah. But so, I think they've they've shown over the years they don't really like to take in anybody to to compete with them. No, that's why it would be he would have to get cut and someone someone else brought in. But whether you're doing that mid season, I don't know. Um, but as I say, I might be joining a wee campaign come next week, depending on how his kicking goes this weekend. <laughs> Let's just hope he hits them all then. We don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Exactly. And I think on that note, we've pretty much leave it there. Um, so I've gone Patriots 24, Bills 17. You've gone 21, 16, did you say? Yep. yep. Yeah. Um, unless there's anything else you want to add before we go, then I'll just leave it there until next week. No, I think we've covered everything. So Cool. Well, just the usual housekeeping before we let you... Um, let us leave your ears uh, rate, review and subscribe and you will get it into your podcasting app of choice pthnationuk.com you can see our written work on there um, finally figured out how to add someone in that wasn't myself writing it so we'll get Nick on board with that um, shortly when time allows from his work he's been, again been a very busy man this week um, when we've been chatting off air um, through WhatsApp and such not um, Facebook page it's still a bit dead, but it's there. Um, you can come chat to us on that. Nick is at the underscore panic on Twitter. I am at Matt Inkston on Twitter. And until after Sunday in the Bills game, just remember, folks, do your job as there are no days off. <laughs>